going here. This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, August 3rd. And boy, oh boy, did the Minnesota Twins get busy yesterday. We talked about it uh, a little bit uh, just at the tail end of yesterday's show. Uh, you know, around 9.30-ish, the Twins yesterday morning made a trade for the pitcher for uh from Baltimore and he was their closer he's an all-star you just uh heard me mention it a little bit ago here but uh it was a big strong day for the twins i think is really what it ends up amounting to in the pitchers that twin the twins were able to get Jorge Lopez is going to help out this team a lot um he so a little bit uh, about these Twins pitchers as we get going here and the three pitchers that they got. It was a nice little deadline for the Twins. Their two biggest areas of need was starting pitching and relief pitching. And they were able to do that in some big ways. First, they got Jorge Lopez from the Baltimore Orioles. And a little bit about who Jorge Lopez is. He was a Actually, a starting pitcher for a while, pitched a little bit in Kansas City, and then was in Baltimore, never could quite figure it out as a starter, wasn't good at all. And then this year was moved to the bullpen, and he's been the closer for Baltimore. He was their lone all-star for the Orioles, and he has an ERA of like one and a half. Uh, he has about 19 saves this year on a bad ball club, or at least not a particularly great one in Baltimore, so for him to come to the back end of this Twins pitching staff is really good. Uh, the Twins don't really like to use the closer role. Uh, they don't like to have somebody be the specific closer. They don't like to have a Joe Nathan type who just every single time it's the ninth inning. Like, you only come in in the ninth inning or in a save situation. So they'll kind of split that a little bit with Duran, and Duran and uh, Lopez in the back end of that bullpen would really, really help out this team. And it's going to be exciting to see now that he's here, what he can do and how he can help out this twins team win some ball games, because man, they've lost about five. I mean, it, let me put it to you this way, how good and how nice it is for the twins to have this extra bullpen arm. If the twins would have had Jorge Lopez at the beginning of the season, and he was in some of these save situations that the Twins put guys like Emilio Pagan and Tyler Duffy in, well, the Twins would have won about five more games, at least. And all of a sudden, we're in a much different spot than uh, than we are right now in terms of watching the Twins. But better late than never, he'll be a good piece towards the end of the season as the Twins try and close out on the division. Uh, I'm really excited to get to see him in a Twins uniform. And that's not the only important thing to remember, though, about this trade deadline. Because normally, in baseball trade deadlines, when you trade for somebody, usually you're trading for a guy who's on an expiring contract. Meaning he's going to only play for you for about two months, and then he's going to become a free agent. He's Essentially, you're renting a player. 
Not so much in today's baseball. Uh, when they make trades, teams like to trade for guys with multiple years of team control, meaning they're under contract, and teams can get a bigger haul if they trade players while they still have that control. So teams are kind of willing to do that more instead of getting guys for only a couple months. But when you look at uh, Jorge Lopez, uh, according to... To fan graphs, according to Spotrack, according to all the contract websites out there, he's not going to become a free agent until 2025. So the Twins get this guy as their closer, not only for the rest of this year, not only in 2023, but he'll also be in the Twins bullpen in 2024, which is a really nice get. And the Twins didn't have to give up a lot to get him a bunch of pitchers in single A ball. So a really nice pickup there for the Twins in getting Jorge Lopez. There's not much else to say about him uh, for Lopez. He's doing good. Uh, he's definitely overperforming. He's definitely having a career year. So there, there's a little bit of that trepidation. But also, this is his first year as a closer, his first year in the bullpen, and he's really excelled in this role. So I don't see any reason why this won't work out for the Twins. Now, as I say that, I probably jinxed it. But either way, a nice bullpen arm to cap off the back end of the bullpen. It's uh, it's a really nice pickup. And another trade that they made was later in the afternoon. They kind of stayed silent. They were kind of while the Juan Soto news was going down and while everything was happening across Major League Baseball, the Minnesota Twins were able to land Tyler Malley from the Cincinnati Reds. And I can't tell you how excited I am that the Minnesota Twins have Malley on this team. He's a starting pitcher from Cincinnati. The Twins were linked to him ever since March. They've been interested in trading for him. Uh, Luis Castillo, his teammate in Cincinnati, and... Uh, Frankie Montes were the two big name pitchers. Those were the two star gets. The Mariners and the Yankees ended up getting those two guys. But the Twins were able to land what I think is number three on the list of available starting pitchers this trade deadline. Uh, if you look at his ERA, it's at about four. And that looks really high, his earned run average. But, and I talked about this yesterday, he, if he's out of Cincinnati, uh, he pitches much better because that ballpark is such a hitter's ballpark. The fences are so short and he's a fly ball pitcher. So he's a guy that's, he's a fly ball pitcher that's going to work out much better pitching at target field and some of these AL central ballparks. So I think that this is going to work great. He'll have Byron Buxton in the outfield. He'll have, uh, the twins defense behind him. So I, I think that this will work out really well. I think he'll take off because if you look at the beginning of the year, he wasn't Super great, had an ERA over, you know, about five. But then over the last two months, Malley has pitched with an ERA of about three, which has been really good for him. So it's, I'm really excited about this addition of Malley on the Twins because not only do you need an extra starting pitcher. I mean, they just need one. They can't roll, they can't roll Bundy and Archer out there every single time. Uh, but now you have Sonny Gray, you have Joe Ryan, and now you have Tyler Malley. And in a playoff series, if the Twins are able to hang on and win the AL Central, you just need three starting pitchers to get through that first round playoff series because they changed the playoff format this year. So three wild card teams get into the playoffs and the, uh, the Twins would play one of those wild card teams. So, um, 
you'd it'd be a wild card series like it was in 2020. It'd be a three game series. Uh, winner has to uh, it's win two games, best of three. Essentially, is the best way to word it. And I mean, they have three playoff caliber starting pitchers in Mally, Ryan, and Gray. So I'm that at least gives you confidence. And the way that the playoffs work after that point, you can kind of space them out enough. You can make it work where you don't really have to. You can basically rely on those three guys or at least lean on them more heavily if you're confident in those three. So that helps out a lot. Also, Mally under team control through next season. So the Twins don't just get him for two months. The Twins also get him for all of next season. And next season, you bring back Maeda. Next season, you bring back Mally, Gray. Uh, next season, you bring back Joe Ryan. I, I think that this is going to be... This move doesn't just help out the Twins, these couple trades. They don't just help out the Twins in 2022, which they desperately need. It gives them more flexibility now in 2023 knowing they already have a couple of these guys on the roster and that depending on what Carlos Correa does if he comes back great awesome I want Carlos Correa to come back if he doesn't then that means the twins have 35 million dollars in caps in salary that they can throw around to go get a pitcher to go get a different guy to do whatever so there's a lot of possibilities for next season, but more importantly, the Twins were able to add to this 2022 ball club and get those guys. The last one, though, that the Twins got is Michael Fulmer. So he was just picked up by the Twins yesterday. He was pitching for Detroit. He's actually a rookie of the year. He was a starter. Uh, didn't quite work out over the last couple of years. He's moved to the bullpen this year where he's had a lot of success. So he's not... You know, he's not uh, a blow-you-away kind of guy. He's had a good year this year, an ERA of about three. Uh, when you look at kind of his underlying numbers, he, he's had a decent year, but... Uh, he'll just be, he won't be a closer. He won't be that ninth inning guy like Lopez and like Duran will be. But then that means that you can save Lopez and Duran for the eighth and ninth innings. And then that means that Fulmer could be your seventh inning guy. Now you also have Griffin Jacks. Uh, I know he pitched bad last night, but, uh, it just means Emilio Pagan is now like your fifth option. It means Tyler Duffy is pushed down to like your fifth option. If you would rank the Twins bullpen in terms of how good of arms they have, it's gotta be, Duran number one, Lopez number two, and then Fulmer number three, Jax number four, and then Duffy five, Pagan six. Bam! Like that, that bullpen's a lot better. That's a much better bullpen and one that can win you some, some games. I, the Twins needed a bunch of pitching and in starting pitching, there's now the starting staff is weak. That's, that's not ideal. Because outside of those top three guys, it's pretty bare. Again, I'm not confident in Bundy and Archer. The Twins are kind of going to have to just lean on them throughout the rest of the season. But, hey, it's where they're at right now. The Twins needed to be aggressive. And there was just a gut feeling in me that said they were either going to do something like they did today or yesterday, which is go get three arms, three good arms, make legitimate splashes, or they were going to get, like, a nobody and call it a day and say we just have to run with what we got. I credit the Twins for going all in and getting these guys. They gave up some good prospects to get Mally and to get some of these other guys, but 
you got to give up some good players to get some good players in return. So I'm excited about the Twins pitching staff. We'll see. They actually have to pitch some games and help out. It could all fall off the rails. But the Twins definitely put themselves in a better position to not only win the American League Central, but also to try and make some noise in the playoffs. So this is a nice move for the Twins. This is nice. And at the very least, they took a swing at it. So you got to give them credit for that. Hey, let's go. Minnesota Twins baseball. First place. Minnesota Twins later this afternoon on KWAD. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, August 3rd.